And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. So, I order spaghetti and meatballs. My meatballs automatically fall apart as soon as I touch them. So then, does my dish automatically change its name to spaghetti and meat sauce? Hmm. I may never know. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh, oh no. no. It's, it's the island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. Ugh. <laughs> a ship carrying red paint and a ship carrying blue paint collide. They were all marooned. <laughs> Hello, two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Welcome to the show tonight. All right. Um, first off, uh, Rob, like I was telling you off the air, I talked to Topher today. I'm going to go hang out with him tomorrow for a little bit. And Anyhow, uh, he had a couple of messages for everybody. The number one message they wanted to uh, get a hold of, or not get a hold of, but lay out there is... Um, his hair is now longer than Alice Cooper's hair, and he's very proud about that, and he should be. And uh, um, he went to go see Alice Cooper the other night. I could not attend. I had to work. So, um, anyhow, um, I, I, I'll ask him about the show tomorrow. I didn't get a chance to ask him if uh, how good the show was or nothing, but I'll ask him about that tomorrow. And I'll come back with a full... Uh, Topher reports on Alice Cooper, Rob Zombie, Ministry, and and uh, Filter concert. Right I think it's called Freaks on Parade or something like that. Yeah, I, I was wanting to go to that concert. Okay. I wanted to see Ministry. Uh, well, I mean, I wanted to see them all, but Ministry the worst because I, who knows how long that show, that Ministry is going to be around for. I mean, they, they don't do, they just don't tour that much. They don't do that many shows. And they're odd, and Al Jorgensen is weird guy, and who knows when he's just going to say fuck it and not do anything anymore. But anyhow, maybe I will get to. So the second thing is, is uh, Topher sent me this article that he wants me to go uh, straight from Topher's uh, desk from, and this That's is uh, you know since uh, Topher has some stuff going on and he's not doing the podcast um, every now and then he'll send me something that he would really like to get out there. He may not be on air, but he's with us in spirit, and so... Yes, he is. Well, evidently, um, I guess that these planes, like um, on United and these other ones, they've been finding fake plane parts in them, not real plane parts. It's fucking concerning, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. United Airlines discovered dubious parts in two aircraft engines 
adding to the list of carriers worldwide that have found bogus components from supplier AOG Technics. The parts were discovered in a single engine on each of the two aircraft, including one that was already undergoing routine maintenance, a spokesperson for United said Monday. The Chicago-based airline is replacing the engines before the planes are returned to flying, he said. United discovered the parts based on new information from its suppliers and will continue to investigate as more details become available, the company said. The parts were seals on compressor uh, stator vanes that helped direct airflow inside the engine. United didn't immediately say which type of aircraft the engines had powered. The company's disclosure made it to the latest major carrier to confirm the suspect components from AOG were installed in their fleet, including Southwest Airlines Company. The Virgin, and I just flew on Southwest, and Virgin Australia Airlines, uh, and that will probably be my last time in full disclosure, because they have done enough stupid shit I don't think I'll ever get over it, and um, I was using up my points. And now, now, since they fucked me out of a couple of vouchers since COVID and fucking made me, like, late and canceled flights on me and fucked me over so many times, mm. Southwest can kiss my dick. So, in my opinion, they're a shitty fucking company and I'm not going to do business with them anymore. So, in full disclosure, that was my last trip with Southwest, so they can suck it. Anyhow. Uh, the company's disclosure makes uh, makes it the latest major carrier to confirm the suspect components from AOG were installed in there. Southwest and Virgin Airlines um, uh, aviation regula- regulators have said AOG supplied an unknown number of jet engine spare parts backed by falsified airworthiness documentation, kicking off a worldwide effort by industry to hunt down more components. CFM International, the joint venture of General Electric Company and Safran um, that makes the engines for many older generation Airbus SE, A320s, and Boeing 737. That's where Southwest comes in. They use a lot of Boeing 737s. Previously said parts were fraudulent documentation have been used in 68% of its power plants. Shit. Okay, well, you know what? I think we got some real fucking issues there, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can have fake parts in a car, maybe, right? All right, maybe your car goes out on you. Okay, all right, you call up tow truck. Then you then you fight with uh, whoever, you know, the maker, whatever, and, and then there'll eventually be a uh, recall, but you're not in the air when someone finds out there's a failure, right? Yeah. A power plant. You know, the same thing. You know, all of a sudden, 300 million people on the grid, boom, gone because of fraudulent parts. A fraudulent part would be okay in a computer. Um, a fan. <clears throat> but not in these things. These things are very important for our everyday life. Um, as a matter of fact, any of these things going out could cost many lives. So I think they better get on this, and I think they better get this shit figured out. And thank you, Topher, for this uh, lead-off of Straight from Topher's Desk. It's appreciated. Thanks, He's a- Topher. Yeah, he always has informative stuff. And, uh, you know, he, he's... He's not so much the dick joke guy. He enjoys a good dick joke, but he's like... Uh, 
He was a more sophisticated part of what we do here, wouldn't you say? Yeah. 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 yeah we're over, he, what? He's the more newsworthy. Yeah, we're over eating dirt while he's like fucking figuring scientific stuff out. So, but I guess it works out, right? Well, we're trying to make it work out. <laughs> we're both trying to pick up the newsworthy stuff plus our jackass stuff. So. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, um, you know, maybe with Topher contributing here and, here and there, we could race the bar a little bit. Yeah. And maybe good. actually yeah. call ourselves semi-journalists. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, you know, nah, let's stick with dick jokes. <laughs> at least we're good at that. <laughs> I, I definitely know I need help, so. Yeah, I, uh, I do too. I am not the most, uh, uh, what would you call it, um, um, articulate man ever. I'm barely Neanderthal level. I know this. No, come on, you're a little bit better than that. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but you know what, it works for me. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow. I, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, you're talking about from two dirtbags from Missouri, right? Yeah. What do you expect? We uh, the the show is two douchebags and microphone. It's not two well-informed gentlemen with uh, straight talk. No, it's two douchebags and microphone. So I think everybody kind of knows what they're getting. I think they're like, yeah, we know it's dick jokes. Yeah, uh, we read the title before we started listening, dumbass. So anyhow, um, I have a couple of stories here. Do you have something you want to get to, Rob? Uh, did you know camel milk does not curdle naturally and won't coagulate as easily as other types of milk? Um, I, I did not know that, but I can believe that. Because think of what, okay, well, I, think of their habitat. I just threw that out there because it, it was in front of me when you asked. So. Oh, that's, no, that's, that's pretty cool. But think about where camels live and where they feed their young yeah. and all that. That would make sense. Because if their, milk, if their milk was very perishable at all, they wouldn't have baby camels very often. I mean, right? I mean, I right, don't know, right. but it's inside them. I don't know. Who knows? You know what? No, that does make sense, though, because they are in a very um, uh, very high temperature, low right. moisture uh, desert area. So, yeah, I could see right. that. And not curdling would probably be a product in, of their environment, if nothing else. So, oh, I found the person um, in a little bit here. We're going to go to our Harry Asshole Olympics, part 30 or whatever it is. Uh, round 2, part 30 or whatever. Um, but, before that, the person that should win but can't win because they're not famous is a woman named Sepalta Natty Sussapan. A 70-year-old girl from Thailand suffers from a rare condition known as werewolf syndrome. This means that thick hair grows from every part of her body except her eyes. And a picture of her... Wow. Yes. A picture of her definitely illustrated that she should win this contest, but she's not famous, so she can't be entered. But I just want to give her an honorable mention... Because if she could enter this, or if she gets famous, like let's say TV stations start having her on or something, then we could enter her, and I guarantee you she would win. Okay, do I have a question? I have a question for you. Yes, go ahead. 
18 Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, I will look that up. If she's in the Guinness Book of World Records... If she's in Guinness, that would make her famous. Okay, you know what? I will have our answer yeah. on the next on the next podcast. I know. Well, they well then we yeah I'd lose. You know what? I may have found. Oh my god! I may have found the winner inadvertently. We'll see. Well, that's gonna go round three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll let, well, I could put her as my wild card, but I won't do that yet. I don't. I got another wild card that I'm very convinced on, and I love. Okay. And yeah, I'm sticking well, to it. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about that. It may be the same person, dude. I'm afraid we have the same wild card. So, anyhow. We'll we'll, talk about that later. We'll talk about it later. So, uh, you got anything else you want to get to immediately, or you want me to go to a story? Uh, I got... You know how you were talking about Southwest a while ago? Yes. I got a story about United. Oh, please, go ahead. A passenger on a United Airlines flight that had to land because of an 8-inch hole in the fuselage last week oh. told the New York Post that she thought she was going to die. Artist Tato Lever was on United Flight 510 bound from Rome, Italy on September 13th when the pilot was forced to return to... Newark Liberty International Airport due to a pressurization issue, the company said in a statement. Just saying, eight inch hole in the fuselage, yeah, there would be a pressurization. <laughs> I would think so, yes. Wow. Lavera told the post that she started to get a sick feeling that she felt the plane rapidly descending roughly four hours into their flight. The Boeing 777 descended from 37,000 feet to just below 9,000 feet in around eight minutes. Does it say where they had to land? Crashing site, flight aware. Does it say where they had to emergency land four hours later? Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's a little longer story. Uh, Okay, no, go ahead with what you said. No, there there was an eight-inch hole. No, I'm going to break this down. Okay. Uh, yeah, there was an eight-inch hole in the plane. They had to make an emergency landing. She was freaking out because it was right under her. Yeah. Yeah, got it. Uh, um, wow. I think I would have yeah. freaking out, too. Oh, yeah, I would, too. Especially at 37,000 feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. a reason I don't get on planes, Mark. I don't uh, buy no, you, You're smarter than me, I guess. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, the other thing is, is from 37,000 feet to 9,000 feet. Below 9,000. Below 9,000 feet. You know, that is... <laughs> but 9,000 feet isn't shit up in the air when you look down from a plane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... <laughs> wow. Okay. That, yeah, that would have been... That would have been shit-worthy. That would have been shit-your-pants and no one blamed you-worthy. I'd be like, hey, what happened yeah. to Mark? Well, um, they had to make an emergency landing, and they went from 37,000 feet to 
under 9,000 feet. Oh, that's how come he has shit all up his back and all over his trousers and all over his uh, uh, socks. And Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we understand. All right. Well, did anyone offer well, a washcloth? Long story short, they made it to the ground. Everybody's safe. So. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> You said you wanted crazy stories. No, 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 no. I love the story. I just like I'm kind of like shitting yeah. for them right now. I'm putting myself in their position, going, "Oh my God, you know, you know how many I, I'm sorry so I'd be saying to God all the way down." Oh, tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. Everything I can remember I, that I did that was horrible. I'm sorry about that. No, I'm sorry I, about I, that. I, I'd, I'd be saying I'm sorry for even being born. <laughs> I, I'd be like, you know. um... In in um, in um, in you know in favor of time, God, it's going to take me too long, and we're going to crash and burn before this. So, in time interest, I'm just going to go ahead and say one catch-all. I'm sorry for everything rotten I've ever did, and hopefully that covers it. Because if I start rattling off everything I've ever did, we're going to crash before I even get a tenth of the way through it. So. Anyhow, all right. Good story, Rob. You got anything else you want to add, or you got, or you want yeah, to? Go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. All right. Well, how about if I come back with this story back after a break? It's uh, That's it's fine. it's the most swipe jobs on Tinder and the less swipe jobs on Tinder. So the way Tinder works is, you swipe to the right if you like somebody, you swipe to the left if it's a pass. It tells you how many, what type of jobs got the right swipe. And what type of jobs got the left swipe? We'll do that when we get back. We'll see you guys in a minute. Two douchebags and a microphone. The number one show for people that lie about their favorite podcast. Remember to send all male body part photos to Rob Rad's inbox. May your spoon always slip and sink into your hot soup. Two emotionally disturbed dirt bags and a popsicle will be right back. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. May every empty parking space you see in the distance actually contain a motorcycle. Brick shells energy drink. That's right. Brick shells energy drink. Please enjoy Brick Shithouse Energy Drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere because of liability issues. Alright, two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Okay. As we uh, spoke about briefly before we went to break, Tinder works like this. A right swipe means, yeah, let's get together. A left swipe means, nah, that's okay. Thanks anyhow. So, I'm um, single. I've never used it. Uh, I don't think, if I was single, I don't think I'd use it either. I, I don't blame you. I've heard on. too many horror stories. I, yeah, I just, I just, I'm not, that's not in my comfort zone. I, I mean, I think that's what you're saying, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, but, go meet whoever you think you know who it is, but you don't know. You know, yeah, I, I don't know. And then, I mean, what if you just, by chance, just, you're just not like five people's flavor in a row, right? Wouldn't you feel like shit? Like, there you are out there, and like five people in a row said, nah, no thank you. Wouldn't you be like, fuck, man, what the hell happened? Nobody wants me. I don't know, it just seems to me like there's uh, too much stuff that could go wrong doing that. That's just the way I view it. I don't know. I think a lot of people use it with success. So, anyhow, with this story that I'm about ready to get into, you guys be the judge. Okay. These are the most swipe to the right. This means yes, come on over or whatever. These are right swipe jobs on Tinder. Okay. Number one, it was web designers at 82%. I guess they like nerds, right? Web designers? Oh, really? I guess so. They like the pencil neck geeks. Okay. The next one, and this is odd. I know that many veterinarians were on the market. Most veterinarians I know are married and have like fucking six children and ten grandchildren. But anyhow, veterinarians at 79%. Next after that are architects and doctors. They're tied at third place at 72%. And then this is one that gets me. Because this guy, if he came to your door, you'd scream for him to leave. Solicitors at 67% success rate. But like I said, if that guy came to your door to sell you something, you'd fucking throw something at him probably. Get the fuck out of here. I ain't buying your shit. Go. But if he's on Tinder, you'll swipe right to him or her or whatever. Hmm. I find that interesting and odd at the same time. Alright, so next, the left swipes by profession, and the left swipe, of course, means now, pass. So, left swipes on Tinder, mostly, 90% are clergy. (laughs) 90% saw someone in, like, one of those clergy outfits and said, no thanks. I think I get that. Don't you get that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 88%, and I definitely get this, are politicians. Correct. 85% of the left swipe, as in no thank you, are social influencers. So, uh... Is this a true... Is this true? Yeah. Yeah, this came okay. out. This came out on an article. Okay. I think. Uh, oh, that's no, that's that's all I wanted to know. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Okay. This is actually, actually, this is actually a published article that I actually seen on the news. I seen it on Channel Four last night, and I was like, you know, that's a good article to kind of I, get I, into. I, I did not doubt you, but I wanted to make sure. No, this is no joke, for real. Please said one thing. Okay. Like I said, 85% are influencers, uh, uh, social influencers. But uh, like I said, social influencers could also double as the unemployed, right? Right. Okay. In their parents' basement. And get this 13% of 366 million people on dating apps 
said they have found true love on dating apps. 13% of 366 million is, I consider that, for everything it is, a good success rate. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's that's probably that's better than a bar. Better than 50. I mean, I think it's probably better than a bar. I mean, I've never known anyone to really, I've only known, I mean, you know, uh, I met Val at a bar, but we both knew, you know, a lot of mutual friends, yeah. so it wasn't like just like yeah, walking. We're, we're, I, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> okay, that's fine. You know what? Before Val, I don't want to go there either, so I got you. Let's see. Um, here's some more statistics. Two, two what? ex-wives. Two ex-wives yeah. at a bar? Yeah, but you also uh, you also were a club DJ, right? A what? A club DJ. You went to clubs and DJ. Oh no, that 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 was while I was with my good wife. Oh, oh, you didn't do that while you were single. No, I met two of my ex-wives at bars. Oh, okay. Okay, and yes, I can't believe I'm going to say this to the world. Okay. I did meet one of my wives at one of my family reunions. <laughs> Honest to goodness truth, Mark. Okay. Was she related? No. Not by, by marriage. marriage, right? By okay. Marriage. That's fine. By marriage. That's by fine. marriage. I mean, they even say second and third cousin is all right, but whatever. I mean, it just depends on how you view it, I guess. Whatever. No, I don't. Uh, okay, no, I don't care. My, my cousin was married to her sister. Okay. Okay. And, now, and, and that's the one. That's the one that has the Patsy Klein show in St. Joe, all about Patsy. Check her out. Yep. Um. Okay, here's what I got. Um, how many times were you married? Uh, four. Oh, I was unaware of that. Technically. Okay. Technically. Okay, that's cool. No, my, my, my relationship with my son's mom was 19 years and we were not married. Okay. Would you ever get married again? It depends. Okay, that's cool. I like the honest answer, Rob. I really appreciate yeah, the honest answer. Depends. Depends yeah. on who it is. No, uh, I, I yeah, love yeah. the honest answer. You know how many people are like, "Oh, no way!" and then the next thing you know, they get married. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Good. That okay. was me in the past. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now you know better, right? No, I'm never getting married again. Next church I meet, I'm engaged. <laughs> you know better now. Uh, okay. I'm too damn old for that crap anymore, man. Nah, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. You'll you'll figure out the right one. They they always do come yeah. in. I mean, you know, you're just not quite there yet. You got some other stuff you got to do in life first. So yeah, I'm 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 busy working on myself, right? Yeah. You know, which is something I need to do for a long time. And that's usually why people are single for an extended period of time, like I was before Val. I wasn't even gonna date. Yeah. I wasn't even gonna date anymore. I was like, you know what? I don't. I don't need to do this. I'm fucking sick of it. And anyhow, it worked out well for me because I kind of took a hiatus for a couple of years and just did my own thing. I became somewhat of a hermit, and it was really kind of neat because whenever I went out, I just went out by myself. I didn't really 
hang out with anybody that much, nothing. It was like soul searching. Yeah. I would compare it to soul searching. And it worked out very well. Because I got well. to uh, actually find myself and find what I really wanted instead of what I thought I wanted. Does well, that make that's sense? That's what I do. I, I go to work every day. I come home. Okay, I don't have many friends I hang out with. Sounds I like you were kind of like where I was at for a while. My biggest thing in my life is my work and this podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, my son, who it, is in the other room. It's so, he's it, 18 now, living his life. Yeah. Yep, he's got to go out there and get kicked in the teeth and smacked in the ass like we did. And he's doing it. Yep. And I'm proud of it. Yeah, he sounds like a fine young man, and it sounds like he did a really good job raising him. He, so. He's a hard worker, man. He good. Is. Good for him. Good. What's his name? Robert. Oh, okay, Robert. Hey, let's just call him Bob. Bub? Okay. Everybody knows him as Bub. Okay. That's cool. And sometimes you just need to get him on the podcast to say hi. Hi, <laughs> we might do that. Yeah. We might do that. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask him uncomfortable questions, make him squirmish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Overs- I don't know, man. I don't know. You got to remember, he is my kid. I may not be able to. And, I, and actually, he may be a little bit better than me. <laughs> All right. You know what? We, there's only one way we can find out. <laughs> well, I'll set that up. Oh. oh, Topher just sent me another article here. Well, I, stand, <laughs> well, I just said there. We'll cover it tomorrow night. It looks cool. Some sort of water bug toe biter, a huge toe biter. Oh, we'll get to it tomorrow. I make you mad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Topher. You, you'll probably hear this in a day or so. <laughs> okay. Over 70% of it. Is that what you said? Something like. Hang on. I'm going to go to my cell phone instead of my. uh, Instead of my. um, Desktop. Oh, shit. It's a sneaky toe biter. Giant water bug. (laughs) I'm going to have to get to that tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh man, that's cool. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna say, awesome, man. Yeah. Yes. This time we're doing one tonight, one tomorrow night. Yes. So. That's how come we can include it in tomorrow night. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're 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 gonna have to throw that in tomorrow night. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hang on. Let me finish the rest of the article. Then we can go into some other stuff. Over seventy percent of adults under twenty-five have or still are using dating apps as compared to 27% of adults 50 or over, and only 7% of elderly use the app, and this would be 70 and over. So that is definitely a younger person game. And it's also a comfort level, too, wouldn't you think? Yeah, Yeah. we're we're just talking about our comfort level, and we're both over 50, right? A little bit. Yeah, well, the way we just talked, we're not comfortable well, with that at all. I'm, I'm in March. I'll be double nested. You'll be what? I'll be fifty-five in March. Oh, in fifty-five in March. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Um, I got another story, and then maybe after that we can get into the Harry Asshole Olympics if you want. Yeah, I don't know if we have time. I still have more Old West hygiene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? How about if you do Old West hygiene, and then we'll go into this uh, story about uh, Twitter. So, go ahead. Rob, the floor is yours. Uh, let me pull her up real quick. All righty. I love these. Well, I love these articles. Okay, uh, here we are. I love these articles, by the way, Rob. They fit the podcast <laughs> so well. <laughs> yeah, I think you're gonna like this one too. I love them so. There was a time when a terrifying epidemic known as syphilis swept through the population like wildfire. In the quest for a remedy, medical professionals turned to a substance that seemed to hold the key, mercury. Despite the severe side effects, patients endured a grueling routine of daily applications of mercury ointment. This reckless treatment could last for years while unleashing many horrors upon the afflicted. Uh However, people were convinced the treatment was worth it. Teeth loss and even kidney failure was just a few of the devastating consequences. It was indeed a scary time for dealing with any healthy Yeah. <laughs> Mercury led to, like, uh, people going insane. Remember how they, they, they still use this term, but not as much as they used to a mad hatter? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. hats used to be lined with mercury on the inside. And yeah. people with a hat always seem to go mad because of mercury poisoning. Yeah, crazy. So, hmm. Boy, I, uh, I just... I'm not flying anymore. I'm not flying anymore, buddy. We'll okay. keep this on for a while. Oh, that sounds cool. Good. All right. I'll go into my Elon Musk story then because everyone seems to love hearing about his failures, including me. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I used to really, another ass pally, dude. yeah, I used to really like the guy, but not now. He's turned out, I need, he, I need to go back and find the story, but yeah, he, he needs another ass pally. He needs five or six. Yeah, the dude is just, it's like enough, dude, you suck. So, okay, anyhow. Elon Musk said Monday he's moving to require all users of Twitter or now the name of his X to pay a monthly fee to use his social media site X. The comments he made during a live stream event on X, which is Twitter, with uh, Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu came as the company struggles to regain trust with advertisers. Musk said earlier this month that Twitter Twitter U.S. ad revenue was down 60%. He has blamed the company's ad uh, uh, challenges on civil rights and consumer groups putting pressure on big brands. Musk said the single most important reason is to prevent and combat armies of bots. The lower tier price will be around $8 a month. Twitter Blue has been a flop, so we'll see uh, what happens. 
but I do know this. Um, the army of bots thing is true because the army of bots, the reason um, Benjamin Netanyahu, Israeli prime minister, was talking about it was because people form a lot of hate speech against certain groups like Israelis or Jews or whatever um, by getting armies of bots to talk bad on them on the internet like social platforms and gather steam and hate against them. And that's what he's talking about and that's what um, Elon Musk is talking about and I do believe that's to be true but I think the eight dollars to me seems a little steep don't you? Yeah, yeah. Eight dollars a month I think is uh, almost kind of taking advantage of the situation and going well I'm doing this for the good of everything so uh, you know, so I kind of feel like maybe he's taking advantage of the situation. But, yeah, you know, sounds like it to me. Yeah, that's the way I view it, but who knows. So, anyhow, a little bit ago, the Harry Asshole Olympics is coming right up after this. Two ass bags and a box of Cheez-Its will be right back. Do they make ear condoms? I certainly need them for this garbage. Two douchebags in a microphone, raw and uncensored. See behind the smoke show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off today with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. Two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. Well, we had a little technical difficulty there, but you guys won't hear it because uh, that will all be cut out. So here it is, ten minutes later, and here we are back on the air. So and you and you won't hear all the cussing. No, 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 and uh, which is probably good because we had some pretty good ones rolling out. So oh yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're pretty clever cussing. So not much <laughs> else, but we're clever cussing. So we, we make our own things up. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I need to come up with an alternate swear words again. Yeah, we haven't done that, that in a while. Do. It's been a while. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't mean to let anybody down, but you know what? I'll, uh, we'll, uh, I forgot about them. Yeah, I'll come up with some more of these things because people, people depend on it, damn it. People depend on it. Okay, so we were talking about the Hairy Asshole Olympics. So, Rob, you are. The hairy asshole connoisseur. You are the you are the maestro of hairy assholes. So without any further ado, I welcome to the platform the master of hairy assholes. The man who practically invented hairy assholes. The hairy ass prime minister, Rob Rad. And I'm telling you, you have not seen mine. <laughs> but, but, anyway. but I do want to state his business has been a little slow on the asshole picks so we need uh, you guys to pick things up 
Yeah, yeah, four. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty abysmal lately, so and, come and, on. And, and, and one, we really don't count. I still ain't heard from her, it, <laughs> That was someone playing a gag on us. That's what that was. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, yeah, I think that was a scam. I think so, too. Well, uh, anyhow, um, like I said before, the the Prime Minister of the Hairy Asshole, Mr. Rob Rad. Yay! Yay! Okay, tonight we have one woman battle and three men battles. Okay. So, let's go ahead and get the women over with. Okay. Hey, this is going to be a hard one, dude. Okay. This is going to be a hard one. Rosie O'Donnell versus Whoopi Goldberg. Oh. Damn. This. Um... Dreads. 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 I think if there's dread on the head, there's there's a chance. Rosie was the first one on my list. I know. You know what? I don't want Rosie to go out yet either, though. No. Well, she's out. I can bring her back. I can bring her back. Okay. We might have to bring her back. I think she deserves a little bit more respect for her hairy asshole. So, you know, oh, yeah. okay, well, Whoopi Goldberg, thank you. You've moved on. Um, um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Rosie O'Donnell, well, thank you for your participation. And um, we uh, hope that um, you do well in your future endeavors, whatever that might be, panhandling or, you know, bitching about something or scratching your balls or whatever. So thank you, Rosie. You go back to being a miserable person. Okay. Rosie, trust me, I will bring you back from this game. Okay, Rosie, you hear that? You will be back. Okay. Oh, here. Let's go to comedians. Mr. Jack Black. Okay. And Mr. Robin Williams. Oh. Wow. All right. I'm telling you, dude, we... Yeah. We, we nailed them on this one, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Well, we got some, We got a couple... Uh, at least one that's about ready to throw the hell out. But. I, I can't wait to introduce my wild card. But, anyhow. Me either. Me either. Hopefully it's not the same person. Okay. I'm going to go with Robin Williams. I'm going to go with Robin Williams, even though Jack Black is very hairy, obviously. Robin Williams just seemed to have hair everywhere, more evenly distributed. Actually, I think I got to go with Robin, too. Okay. Robin Williams? Wow. uh, You're going to have to ignore the afterlife at least for another week. You have moved on through the uh, Hairy Asshole Olympics. Jack Black, we really can, we really uh, thank you for your uh, participation in the Harry Asshole Olympics. We wish you well on all your future endeavors. 
but you still can get some Hollywood movies, so you may be okay. Unlike Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, good. Oh, I'm done. Go ahead. Oh, and Mr. Jack Black. If Mark don't bring you back, I will. Oh, I'll probably bring him back, but you know what? I mean, we can, we can have, like, the Legends round. You ever think of that? Well, yeah, actually, we have kind of been discussing that. Yeah, like the Legends, like the, the top of the top. Yeah. We're like, man, yeah. these guys are the best, and we can, I don't know, we, we could, like, have, like, different tiers. We don't have to necessarily kick very many people off at all. We could have, like, different tiers of them, you know, like... This guy reached uh, Legend 1, Hall of Fame, Prime 1 status. This guy could be like number 2, Legend, Hall of Fame status. We could do something like that, maybe. I mean, it's our, it's our fucking contest. We'll discuss it. We'll yeah, discuss. we'll talk about it. Okay. All right. Next one. Uh, actually, the next two, I firmly believe I'm losing. Uh-oh. We got Zach Galifianakis. Mm-hmm. And then my James Franco. Um, yeah. I'm marking it. I'm marking it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to be Zach. Zach may be... Let's make it official. Zach. Zach. Yeah. Yeah, it's official. Yeah, without a doubt. That dude is so hairy. Uh, yeah. Okay. Honestly, honestly, I am totally surprised James Franco's made it this far. I figured he'd been booed out from the get-go. You know, every time we came up with a weird, obscure reason why we kept him, but this time, there's no clear-cut evidence to even keep him over. Uh, no, no, there, there's no confidence. Jack Black might be the all-time winner for all we know. We don't know. But he is up there. That guy is up there. He's he's Hall of Fame status at least. Yeah. So. Um. Uh, anyhow. Okay. Next and one. As of for now, our final battle for this evening. We'll see where this goes. Okay. Jason Kelsey. <laughs> There's another good one. Eugene Levy. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Okay. Old Jewish. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I know. Nathan, Gaspar. Well, here's the one thing that I offered before. And I know Kelsey's my guy, isn't he? Yeah, Kelsey's yours and Eugene is mine. Okay. Here's what I, I can offer against Kelsey, and this is the only thing I can think against Kelsey. It's this right here. He has to wear a jock strap. Right? Oh, we have brought that up before. But his hair game is so powerful. I wish. Wow. Yeah, but his hair game is so powerful, it's hard for me to get past all that hair. And he's been, like, flying through because he's hairy everywhere. But I honestly think that he has to do something with that thatch down there around his asshole because that jock strap would be getting tangled in there, right? 
Okay. You see, here's the question. Yes. Does he wear a jockstrap? Um, <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. Hey, hey, hey. I gotta defend your guy, too, because he was on my list last time. Oh, yeah, he was. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, if there was if there was any place he was going to keep clean, it would be right there. Mm-hmm. But he gives us no indication. Levy is on TV. He killed care. Yeah. Okay, I think because of that, that Jason Kelsey would at least have to cut some of it down. If not, yeah, shave it. If football season, we have cut people because of football season. Yes. So as much as I hate to do it, as strong as a candidate as he is, I think I'm going to have to go with Eugene Levy. Wow. And that's I just because... I do not see these results coming now that we talked about it. Well, every time we talk about it, they're completely different than what we think, anyhow. Right, so I wasn't right. even well, thinking like that. Talk about it. That's what this show is yeah. about. We talk about it. I don't even think about it like that anymore because I know by the time we get to talking about it, it completely changes. So. Oh wow, dude. Um, I don't know, Rob. You uh, make the final decision. But I'm going with Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy, it is. Okay. All, All right. right. Because it's football season. Okay. So, let's see, who do we okay, have? Okay, now, okay, now, oh, okay. We, oh, guess what, Mark? What? We are officially down to our final four other than fans. Okay, the question is, do we bring out our, our wild cards? Do we bring out do our we wild? Bring in, do we bring in our two finalists that's been on You know what? Waiting? We don't have a whole lot going on tonight anyhow. So let's go ahead and bring our uh, wild cards in right now. Uh, do you want the wild cards? Do you want the two finalists? Or do you want a whole, both? Let's let's have both. Let's get after it. We got a minute. Four update. Oh no. Well, we'll find. We'll see what we got when we get done. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Here's our two finalists. Okay. Rob Zombie, Danny Terrier. Mm. As much as I love Danny Trejo, and he is just like the best, he's just this rough and tumble, really <coughs> just hairy, <coughs> rigid, meanish kind of guy. I have three words. Yeah, go ahead. Mexican spicy food. Okay. So maybe, maybe we should go ahead and go with Rob Zombie. Come on, it's Rob Zombie. What? Come on, it's Rob Zombie. What's yeah. Okay, Rob Zombie. Yeah, but I love Denny Trejo. But okay. Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie, it's Rob Zombie. He'll come back. Okay, Rob Zombie it is. I mean, if it was any other battle... It's just hard for me to part ways with Denny Trejo, but it's okay. We'll go with Rob Zombie. 
No, 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 no. Rob Zombie is the clear-cut winner. Okay. <coughs> I gotta take my emotions out of this. It's Rob Zombie. Alrighty. Alright. Now, you mentioned wild cards. Yes. What you got, buddy? My rock card, my wild card, Rob, is none other than Al Jorgensen of Ministry. Oh. <laughs> I looked at him the other day. Uh-huh. Okay. I got you here, Mark. Okay. Throwing you for a loop here. <coughs> okay. <coughs> Which I know deep down you really. I've love. got a wild card, wild card though. Okay. Uh, go ahead and well, let's see if I have to bring out the wild card, wild card. I, I, okay. Now, but the wild card, know, wild card no. is unofficial. I already brought out my wild card, but this is the one that I could have went with, but I decided not to. But I'll tell you about it. Go ahead. Okay, well, I said I had a musician. Yes. I truly did. And no, it was not Al Jorgensen. I was gathering that, okay. Um, but, after last time we spoke, I did some research on mine. Mine changed his looks. Really? Okay. So, therefore, I take another wild card. Okay. Who was it first, and then you picked another wild card? Okay, first it was Trent Reznor. Yes, and he did. Nine Inch Nails. Okay. That was a good the one first before. I seen of him, he had very long hair, very scruffy. Mm -hmm. But then I just seen new videos. No, he's clean cut. And yes. Trimmed and no. Yeah, I his had to that. his music sucks anymore because uh, he's too happy. I think uh, he got no, on so off and ruined his music. I just I, I just seen a picture of him. And yeah, you're, you're you're it. Okay, who's okay. well, your? Uh, here we go. Just somebody I definitely know. Okay. Not a musician. Okay. George the Animal Steel. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Hmm. I, I like both of our wild cards. I don't, I, do I don't know. I might lean a little towards George the Animal Steel. Even though Al Jorgensen is tattooed head to toe and face and has body hair all over. George Animal Steel was awesome. Wasn't he the one that used to get up there and go, meat? No, he used, yeah, he used to eat the turnbuckle pads. Yes. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to go I'm all gonna, the way down his back. As much as I love Al Jorgensen, I think George Animal Steel is a clear-cut winner. Thank you. Okay. You want to hear what my wild card wild card is, but I can't introduce her? Sure. Lassie. Who? Lassie. The famous dog. You don't get yeah. a hairy you don't get a hairier asshole yeah. than Lassie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, didn't I keep didn't I teach you, but you should have held that for next round. She would have worked. She's famous. Okay, here's what we do. Whoever wins oh, no, goes whoever, no, no. Okay. Whoever wins no, goes no. up against Lassie. No, 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 no. I'll, let me work on that. Just keep Lassie alone right now. Leave her alone. I don't know. Zach Galifianakis might be able to beat out Lassie. <laughs> Actually, he might. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I love our finalists again, and I can't oh wait. I can't wait till the two rounds. The winner of the first round goes against the winner of the second round because that's going to be interesting. So anyhow, we'll be right back with I don't know what. We'll find uh, something to fucking talk to you guys way, about. By the way, Mark. Yeah. You're down to one. That's okay. My one guy's solid. All right. My one All guy's right. solid. Anyhow, we'll be right back. Alright. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Hey, every sock you wear is slightly rotated. Just enough for it to be uncomfortable. This is the voice guy from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma has been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. I'm Rob. Okay. Um, do you have anything you want to talk about, Rob, or I got a couple of stories here? Go for it. Okay. Well, recently the, Jebs, the James Webb uh, Space Telescope captured a stunning new image of what scientists call a pair of actively forming stars. But eagle-eyed viewers were quick to seize an, an even uh, tinier, but to some more intriguing detail at the very bottom of the frame. An orange formation and the unmistakable shape of a question mark, tail and all. And I, I encourage anyone to look at this. It's very cool. It's really unique looking. It is a pair of stars that have formed together. But at the bottom of this constellation of stars, it's a question mark. And it's just put there so beautifully. It's like you're looking at this beauty and then the question mark like, what is this? You know, it, it just, it really, it's very cool. And it really kind of puts things in perspective, right? About how little we know about everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, researchers uh, say that uh, what happened is there's two 
stars that form together. They say they do this often when they start forming, and they'll join in together, and it'll make some abstract shapes other than the typical star shape that we're used to, uh, you know, that we're accustomed to. And uh, the pair of young stars is known as Herbig Harrow, 4647, surrounded by a disk of gas and dust, and, and, and dust and dotted by distant galaxies and stars in the background and, and it's really cool look it up on the internet so you can really do yourself justice of what how cool this thing is it, it's a neat find and the funny thing is is the people that brought the picture didn't even see it it took people like writing in going hey do you guys know that you have a question mark there and they're all kind of like looking around going oh I, I didn't realize that and they said they did so anyhow very cool and then I have another one Rob yeah um, uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift have been a big supposed for about a week and a half yeah yeah you can't help it me I don't give a shit if they're dating or whatever I just hope they're happy whatever they're doing you know um so, anyhow. Hey, 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 we're on a podcast. I can give my opinion. Go ahead. That would be the only reason I would want to put my foot in Travis Kelsey's ass. <laughs> Taylor Swift, really, dude? You you got better taste than that. I, I've never seen the appeal to her um, uh, attractiveness sexuality, nothing. I just don't don't think she's I not my type at all. And especially Travis Kelsey. I mean, he uh, he uh, usually likes his women a little bit darker than that if you look up his yeah, former that's girlfriend. Yeah. Honestly, she's a lot hotter than Taylor Swift. Yes. Very my much opinion. hotter than my Taylor opinion. Swift. My opinion. No, 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 same here. I agree with you. And I wished I had her name right now as former girlfriend, but she was smoking. Yeah, and Taylor Swift is kind of like, eh. So, I don't know. I think there's probably an allure of her having her own huge career and bigger than him. Don't you think maybe something like that? Kind of like, well, you know what? Like a power couple thing, maybe? Some sort of power couple fantasy that he's trying uh, to live out or something. If, if they are dating... They may not be dating though, so. Yeah, I mean, neither one has come out and said everything I have read. And you know what? And that's the funny thing to do too. Is don't confirm or deny it. Just lead people going ah. I've always loved that tactic where you don't give them anything and let everyone else fill in the blanks. Rock stars used to be fucking perfect at it. They they used to be so good at. Uh, Hey, uh, you rumors that you're gay, and then and then they like kind of change the subject. They weren't, but they wanted people to talk about it. And then, how many of our uh, rock stars during the '80s contracted AIDS? Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, every one of them got AIDS. They're getting ready to die, and none of them did. Well, I guess Ray Gillen did, but he wasn't that big of a rock star. But anyhow, I mean, he did good, but. Uh, anyhow, Travis Kelsey isn't taking all of the Taylor Swift romance references to heart with the Kansas City Chiefs star responded to NFL Network's Rich Eisen and gained fun during the win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kelsey made his return to action from injury on Sunday having missed the, the Week 1 21-20 loss to Detroit Lions 
The tight end, 33. I didn't realize he was 33. Wow. Received one touchdown pass from quarterback Patrick Mahomes in a 17-9 win over the Jaguars. Um, anyhow, he said um, he said um, that uh, when he tried to give her that bracelet with his uh, yeah. number on it, he said, I was disappointed that she doesn't talk before or after her shows because she has to save her voice for the 44 songs that she sings. So I was a little butthurt, but I didn't get to uh, hand her one of the bracelets I made for her, Kelsey said. She doesn't meet anybody, or at least she didn't want to meet me, so I took it personally. During Sunday's win over the Jaguars, NFL's uh, Network's uh, Rich Eisen uh, referenced Swift, Kelsey finds a blank space for the score. Eisen, at one point, referring to Swift's song, Blank Space. I remember that. I, I remember hearing that, too. I didn't know it was her song, but um, I guess all of a sudden the internet lit up and said when... Uh, when Rich Eisen said, you know, blank space, people realized that that was her song, and that was a reference to her. Eisen added, you saw it on Thursday night when Travis Kelsey wasn't in there. He left a blank space. But I think he returns today and proves to be the anti-hero and never goes out of style, is what Rich Eisen said, which I agree. And Iso also shared a video on his Instagram teasing Kelsey with a ding noise for every swift reference. Well played, Rich. Well played, Kelsey wrote. I know what you writers want to hear, and you want to hear more about that, and I'm not going to give you anything, Kelsey said in an interview with NFL Plus on September 15th. It's not just Travis Kelsey being inundated with questions over the potential romance with Swift. Brother Jason Kelsey has also been asked. I've seen these rumors. I cannot comment, Jason35 told uh, panelists and retired NFL star Tony Gonzalez. That's funny. Tony Gonzalez is even asking. Jason Kelsey well, added, ever since catching Kelsey, you know that Gonzalez and Travis Kelsey are good friends. You know, they're both uh, Hall of Fame yeah, tight ends yeah, for the yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, yeah. ever since catching Kelsey, everybody's, uh, and that was his, uh, that was his uh, reality show where everyone's trying to find true love with him. He said, I don't know what's going on in there, but Travis is having fun, and we'll see what happens, whoever he ends up with, is what Jason Kelsey said. And I agree with Jason Kelsey. And anyhow, I think that's probably about all I've got for tonight. You got anything you want to add, Rob? Uh, yeah, I, I just I have a breaking story. Oh, yeah. And this comes off gridironheroics.com. Okay. Former Dallas Cowboys longtime starter signs with their rival. A former longtime starter for the Dallas Cowboys sent with a team that has given the Cowboys headaches for the previous two winners. Okay. According to Adam Schiffler of ESPN, cornerback Anthony Brown is signing to the San Francisco 49ers 53-man roster. Okay. Brown suffered a torn Achilles during the 2022 season. The Cowboys drafted Brown in the sixth round of the 2016 NFL Draft. He was with the Cowboys through the 2022 season. He made 69 starts in Dallas. Brown recorded 324 total tackles, nine interceptions, five forced fumbles during his time with the Cowboys. 
Okay, wow. Yeah, that uh, when I when I first read it, it was two minutes old. So the now we're up to about eight to ten minutes. So okay, well you know what? Great. That is that is breaking news. And the 49ers are still adding more. They're adding depth to their already great defense. So they're going to be a team to contend with with Brock Purdy. If Brock Purdy stays healthy. I do too. It reminds me of Tom Brady's early years where Tom Brady did just enough to win and not enough to lose. You know what I mean? Even though they had interception or nothing. He became a gunslinger later on in his career. But when he first got out there replacing Drew Bledsoe, he just did enough to win. He didn't do anything to screw the game up. So, Brock Purdy kind of reminds me of uh, Tom Brady back then when he first got to the NFL. So, we yeah, shall see. I, it's, it's a long season. Yeah, anything can happen. Yeah. Yes? Oh, that's kind of what I was thinking. Oh, okay. I with you. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you said hold on a yeah, second. Yeah, no, I was just agreeing with you. Oh, okay. All right. Well, everybody have a good night, and we will uh, be back tomorrow to do a podcast, but you'll hear that in a few days, so there. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks have a for listening. Week. Yep. Bye. go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.